Hey everybody, this is Michelle. I just wanted to let you know that you can also find this episode on YouTube if you prefer to watch it instead of just listen. Just go to YouTube and you can search Mishmash Podcast and I will be there. Enjoy! Hey everybody, this is Michelle with Mishmash. How's everybody doing today? I hope good. I hope excellent. I hope wonderful. Today's been a really um, nice, chill day. Or maybe I just... I won't know. I was going to say maybe that was just me and like I forced it to be that way but that's certainly not how kids work so uh, the kids were cool today too so I was able to just kind of sit and uh, recalibrate honestly because we had a very uh, insane weekend and not in a good way, not in a fun way unfortunately but um, it's all good now and uh That's not even what this episode is about, so I'm not going to go into it, but probably on another episode. Today, I wanted to talk about, well, a few things. (laughs) So, first and foremost, I wanted to talk about this Woody Allen uh, documentary. No, it's the Allen vs. Faro documentary on HBO Max. So I've been kind of following this story for a while now. Um, it's super interesting. I just, I guess ultimately I was like, I don't know how to feel about Woody Allen. Although I guess it's clear. I mean, outside of the whole Dylan thing, what happened with Sun Yi is like creepy, creepy. And sorry, like I got my computer here and it's reflecting in my glasses. But, um... Yeah, like, that alone is creepy, and, like, nobody can tell me that it's not. People try to make so many excuses for why that's acceptable, and they're like, well, that's not really his daughter, and she's adopted, and they weren't living together, and she was an adult when they got together. I'm like, I don't care. I don't care. Like, it's creepy, period, point blank, any way you try to slice it. Like, I just think about kids that I knew when I was younger, like, you know, even as an adult and I, you know, you, you get to know certain kids or whatever. And then, you know, when you see them, when they've grown up and they're adults and you're like, oh my God, like you are just a kid in my mind. Even if you grow up with them, you know what I mean? Like I still, my kids are kids, but I do that with my kids. They're still babies to me. I do that with my nephews and nieces. Like anytime I see them, I'm like, what? the fuck even happened like you were just babies you will always be babies in my eyes like I can't not see that so (laughs) I have questions because I feel like that's a very normal reaction to children um or people that you're introduced to when they're children so I'm like Woody Allen was introduced to Sunyi when she was a child um and he was around a lot and he was a father figure and he fucked her. <laughs> like, that's gross. That's gross. That's weird. That brings up a lot of questions. And then on top of that, like, say you want to dismiss all of that. They clearly didn't get together when she was an adult. And if she was an adult, it's barely. And he's like an old, old guy. So please explain to me how that's right in any kind of way not buying it um that's nasty he's nasty 
fuck him all the way. But um, I found the whole Dylan thing interesting because when you look at both sides, honestly, objectively, you're like, neither one of these people seem on the up and up. And I'm not talking about Dylan, I'm talking about Mia. The question that kept coming to my mind when watching the documentary is like, why is Mia talking? <laughs> like, this is supposed to be Dylan's story, isn't it? Like, why do I keep seeing Mia? Why is she telling the story? Why is Dylan herself the footnote in this fucking story, in this documentary? She should be the one hosting it or whatever you call it. Um doing all of the interviews she should be telling the story she wasn't she was interjected in every now and then i thought that was really weird um and then i don't know just a lot of things come up and uh, i'm sorry i probably should have took some notes i didn't i just want to kind of spitball because this isn't the main thing i wanted to talk about but um when you really look into it and you do research there's a lot, a lot of questionable things to come up. What I did love about the documentary is that a lot of the questions that people had and a lot of the things people throw up to be like, um, to invalidate Dylan, they address that. To me, I have a problem, especially with a child being like, um, that didn't happen. <laughs> like, let's let's sit there and ignore that this child said that she was abused. I have a huge problem with that. Um, and I think, I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I don't know, from, I guess, my perspective anyway, they really addressed any concern I had when it came to her story. Now, with Mia. <laughs> Mia, I really... And again, I wish I had specifics, but my general consensus, my judgment was like, she's a narcissist, she's an asshole. Oh, go and look up some of their other kids and see how they're faring because not too well. Um, and I have heard that what a lot of rich people do is they adopt kids and really just have them as slaves, pretty much. Like, I've heard that quite a few times, and it seems like that's what Mia was doing, and she adopted a lot of these kids, and all of the Asian kids, they were um, her slaves, and took care of the other kids and whatever, which is another question I had during the documentary, because I'm like, how is she able to have a whole fucking relationship with Woody, and go off and do whatever? She got these little kids at home, and I guess it was because... The, the other kids were watching the kids and that's fine but none of them were really old enough to do that I believe I mean I don't know to me I'm like you got little little kids I wouldn't trust older kids unless they were like closer to adult age with these kids um that's just me though I, I do understand other people feel different but I don't know just a lot of questions um, but you will hear from, uh, Moses, I think, is the one that has, like, a YouTube channel that's talked about this, and wrote a book about, uh, growing up with Mia, and he's just been abused by Mia, and the other kids try to act like, no, this hasn't happened, they don't know what they're talking about, maybe that's the case, because I, without going into too much detail, I, 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 I've had that experience, 
yes, I don't want to give too much detail. I don't want to get myself in trouble, but um, I know what that's like to be going through some shit. And yeah, you got your siblings there, but they don't know what the fuck is going on for real. Um, which just made everything much clearer. So forget whatever I just said. <laughs> but uh, so I can see how that's a thing. Um, or honestly, Mia might have had a conversation with her biological children and just like, what I'm doing isn't, uh, you know, wrong or whatever, or set it up in their household where it wasn't wrong, but it certainly feels wrong to the person that it's happening to. You know, um, I, I just don't think Mia's on the up and up. I really don't. But I still think Dylan is telling the truth. Absolutely. Um, and I think Woody is a gross pedophile. So, and again, I, I definitely watched that, uh, watch that documentary, do some research, look up what's going on with the other kids, like do all that. It's so interesting. Um, and I think it's a great story of how things are not always black and white, how there's always this gray area with everything and you can't just have things be cut and dry and simple, easy peasy, you know, like Woody Allen, he's a great filmmaker, but he is also a terrible person and both can be safe, <laughs> both can be true at the same time, you know, it's not that it even is... <laughs> Fuck, I can't remember their names. But uh, Pharaoh versus Alan, it's, it's, you know, where one is wrong and one is right. It's like they can both be wrong. And, you know, I feel like that's kind of the case here. And I don't know, this conversation has been coming up a lot. I think, I want to say especially with YouTubers, but <laughs> yes and no. But it's, this conversation about separating the artist from the art and everybody has a lot of good insights and opinions on this and why you should and why you shouldn't and I guess I just kind of want to throw my opinion in there where it's like you have to in a sense um here's my thinking you do not have to celebrate the artist to enjoy the art. And I do understand the reality of enjoying and consuming the art. Uh, let's the artist profit and you don't want them to. I do understand that. I think there are ways around that, which may be um, illegal. And I'm not condoning that because it is illegal, but there are ways of doing so without giving them profit or you know for me personally what I do is just be like I enjoyed it I'm not ashamed of enjoying it but I'm not going to continue to consume it um and that's just that I loved Woody Allen like I loved his movies a lot I thought he was just so adorable I loved him and I'm trying to think. It couldn't have been exactly when the Sunni stuff happened because I was pretty young then, but I probably found out about it at a certain point and I was like, oh, mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So I, I kind of slowed down and I stopped and I 
I kind of thought about it, how I felt. And, you know, here's the thing. There's just times where maybe I'll watch something. Like, for instance, with the Woody Allen thing, I'd watch this stuff and I'm like, I can't really enjoy it. Like, I, I can't get into it. I don't like it. I, I think I'm done here. Um, with Bill Cosby, it took me a minute. Like, I, I definitely paused and I was like, I don't know. I don't know if I can do this. And then after some time, I was like, you know, fuck it. I love it. Like, I love it. This was my childhood. There's a lot of great morals and lessons in here. And I love the characters a lot. And I just, I enjoy it, you know? So I still watch it. I still enjoy it. Um, and it really is just a case-by-case -case thing. Like, R. Kelly I never got into, so that wasn't a problem for me. He was always really creepy. Honestly, controversial opinion. I don't think his music's that good. I don't know. I don't understand it. But I guess it's just really how I feel. And I think that's fair for everybody to allow everybody to enjoy whatever they enjoy on their own basis. And there doesn't have to be a rhyme or reason to it. Just I feel okay that I can enjoy this and I don't feel like I can enjoy that and that's that. Now, while that's fair, I don't want to ignore the real world uh, repercussions or consequences to doing this, okay? So I don't, I don't think it's fair to celebrate these people. Uh, we, I don't know. We just really shouldn't. Honestly, people can do great things and be terrible people. And the thing is, I mean, if you look at it a different way, A, these people are just doing what they enjoy doing, what they want to do. So why do we necessarily have to celebrate it? Like, how many times do you personally get celebrated for, like, the work you do? whatever that is like no one's like I don't know they have the employee of the month but isn't that like kind of a joke I don't know how many jobs actually do big things for that where it actually makes your job like you feel appreciated like I know for every job that I had I've always felt extremely not appreciated and I've always been told I was one of the best employees for almost every single one of my jobs um you know, why do we need to celebrate these people? And I'm not going to get into conspiracies. I'm not going to get into Hollywood in general. Um, except for this part. I will say, Hollywood in general, they're all degenerates, okay? <laughs> like, this is the problem I have with, like, like saying, like, we have to separate the art from the artist. Or that we shouldn't and, and, and condemn these people and the things they do is because I'm like literally do you understand we will not be watching anything <laughs> we will not be listening to anything um, and if that's what we want to do um, I'm open to that but you, we really have to understand what that means. We really have to understand how deep it is because none of these people are on the up and up, okay? Like 99%. Now, on top of that, I'm like, okay, and then how do we go forward? 
Are we saying that to create art, you have to be an upstanding citizen? Like, that's kind of ridiculous in a sense. And I don't want to talk down onto people who think that, but I'm just like, there's not a realistic way to handle this. I wish there were. <laughs> like, I, I'm much in, like, something is so much more enjoyable when you like the person who created it, right? You know, like, it's really, really nice. It's like, I like this thing. The, this person is unproblematic. This is great. I love it. <laughs> it makes it so much better. But, like, that's just not reality. And we can't really police that. And we really shouldn't. Um, we just kind of have to understand better that there's good that comes with the bad and there's bad that comes with the good and let's stop putting these people on pedestals period i think honestly when we get to that point like it'll be more it'll be more of an even feel it'll make more sense it'll stop being like um it'll stop being a thing so much you know because then it's not about <laughs> it's not about celebrating someone for doing the job they want to do you know it's just like okay you're doing what you want to do and I like what you're doing cool and that's it you're not better than me you're not celebrated you're not maybe making more money you know I don't know I don't know I'm just kind of thinking here but you know because I'm sure there can be arguments against everything I'm saying and they they could all be valid, I'm so certain, but I'm just kind of thinking and I'm like, you know, I think we just kind of need to strip away some of that power. First and foremost, we give these people a lot of power and then we get really mad when they, when they, when they don't use it responsibly and I'm like, you know, people with power just really don't use it responsibly in general. How often does that work out? honestly um so i don't know that's just kind of my views on the whole thing um and i don't know i just find it really interesting because again like I, i'm thinking right now the whole david dobrik thing is a thing and uh i find it interesting because it's a lot like, I don't know, you, this happened in Hollywood not too long ago where it was just like person after person after person being called out and everybody was doing something wrong. And now I feel like it's YouTube's turn and we're like, okay, it's Shane. Now it's um, David Dobrik and, and it's, you know, I don't know, other people. I'm not super, <laughs> not super well versed in the YouTube world. Um, at least certain subsects because I definitely, I've never seen a David Dobrik video in my life. Um, I never will <laughs> but you know these people are being called out and they're being held accountable except for Jeffree Star and I really wish you would um you know but then it's like well I you know I think it's different for YouTube actually because it's like can you really separate the art from the artist when the art is the artist I don't know I really have to sit and think about it I think, um, I don't know, there's definitely people who say they still watch Shane's stuff and they don't like him, but they enjoy his content. I don't think I could ever. I was such, oh, I was such a fan. Like, I won't say I was a stan, but I was a fan. Like, I loved his stuff. I can't, I cannot watch his stuff. All right, so you might notice that I have a little bit of a change right now, and that's because 
last time I recorded my video, there ended up being a little bit of a technical difficulty. Um, and that was a few days ago, so <sighs> I have to re-record the ending. <laughs> Great. Um, <laughs> Uh, but basically what I was saying is just that it's a, a YouTubers pretty much have a harder, harder way to go to have the luxury of being able to separate art from artists. I feel like the more closer you are to you, your art, the more you're out there, um, as your art. So like, I feel like it's easier for musicians um, I feel like it's easier for like actual like artists and like painters or people who draw or something like that. Um, it's harder for actors and then like YouTubers who that's what you do, that's who you are. It's gonna be uh, nearly impossible. Like it's gonna be impossible. You know, I think. I was talking about Shane Dawson, that's pretty much a really good <laughs> example because I feel like if if it wasn't so much about him and especially about him being such a great guy, then there could be a bit more disconnect um, and maybe his career wouldn't be gone. Not that I'm complaining, not that I'm complaining about it, but um, yeah, I, I just thought that was kind of interesting and I never really thought about it before um how however close you are to you how much of your art is you pretty much is uh how impossible it'll be to untangle yourself when uh something goes awry and uh what I find really interesting is the high amount of people um artists or celebrities, famous people, how many of them are, uh, <laughs> they're just degenerates. They're just terrible people. And I don't know. I just, sometimes I feel like people don't really understand or realize how many of them are just really bad, but, uh, that's an episode for another day, I think. So anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. Hopefully this was interesting or inform informative. Um, and if you guys have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to leave them in the comments below. Or be sure to email me at vmeshmosh at gmail.com. And thank you for listening. I love you guys. Bye!